Hello and welcome to this week's episode of One Shot Dungeons. I am Kyle, your Dungeon Master, and of course, always joined by Jacob. Hello. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. It's Friday. I'm feeling good. Friday, a lot going on. It's Halloween weekend. Yep. It's uh, the spookiest season of all. Spookier than December, that's for sure. It's <laughs> so an exciting one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Classify December as jolly. Yeah. I mean, it's a little spooky. You got Krumpus. <laughs> that's true. It could get real spooky. Could. Yeah. You got to watch out for that. That's what sneaks up on you. But we have an amazing guest today. Yeah, we a do. Kick-ass D&D creator, Ari. How you doing, Ari? I'm good. How are you? We're pretty good. I'm excited we to join it. you guys on this adventure today. You say that now, but you, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. So. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> <laughs> this could just be a whole, it could be a blast. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Hell yeah. So... <laughs> You make D&D merchandise, which we'll get to. It's some kick-ass stuff. But what's your, like, player experience? Like, do you play? Do you DM? How long have you been doing it for? Um, I've been playing D&D for about three years now. And um, it was mostly the same campaign. And I um, was mostly a rogue, which I love playing rogues. Um, I haven't really had any experience playing any other kind of uh, races or classes. So I'm real excited. Uh, but don't get to play as much as I used to, so now I'm just, like, jazzed for this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. So mostly rogues, your player. Uh, you ever, like, is it mostly always D&D, or have you experimented with, like, any other, like, tabletop games out there? Um, right now, just D&D. Um, nice. But excited to kind of venture out into other things. Yeah. So, the more important thing, though, your store. Got a kick-ass yes. Etsy store. Thank you. Vecna's Laboratory. Yes. I remembered. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, you've got, well, you could describe it better yeah, than I can, but you've got I, pins, yeah. you've got dice boxes that are fucking insane. The boxes are insane. What I love. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Cool. It, and you've I got, couldn't stop so, at one thing, so I was just like, right. <laughs> I like the pins. I think I'll get the pins. But awesome. uh, on, on your dice box with the, the glass panel with the D&D logo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is it just that one logo or is it like, you could get different ones? Um, I could pretty much do anything on it. Um, I've done some really cool custom ones for people's businesses, but because um, I laser cut the design on it, so it's pretty much whatever I can get on it. It's so okay. pretty cool, pretty versatile. I like that that retro wave one that you. Have oh, I on know, there. right? That, that one's fucking. So fun. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for earlier. I really like that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> um, I made it with vinyl, like holographic vinyl. So that was like really cool. Oh. The first time I've done that. So yeah. Yeah. No, it turned out well. It looks amazing on the pictures. Yeah. Uh, what other cool you. shit you got that we're that we're missing? Yeah, what are we missing? Oh my god. Um. Well, that's what's your much, favorite thing to make? My favorite thing to make um, would probably be like the spell boxes. Like the um, I have a, like a mimic one that I've kind of been playing around with for like a long time, and I finally got it to where I'm like, yeah, this looks really freaking cool. But those are the funnest to make. Any because I use the clay. Anything with multiple mediums in it is pretty cool. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. I'm not very artistic at all. That's okay. I, can, I get like I get models from Hero Forge and I print those on my 3D printer. I'm like, nice. That's <laughs> Good job, awesome. Jacob. The you did one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of. But what's in my mind and what comes out is two totally different things. So you're like, oh, okay. I was gonna go with this. This is looking better than what I thought it would look like. But right. you know, you learn each How time. How long have you? Had that shop going for now, just out of curiosity. Um, 
a little over a year and a half now. Damn. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, the products look like you've been doing it for a lot longer than I know. That. Thank They're you. <laughs> I love the dice boxes and I, I'm going to get those pens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's Vecna's laboratory. Vecna's laboratory. And yeah. that, it's closed temporarily for now. But yes. But to open up soon. Yes. In the next few days. Oh, okay. So this will be by the time Ignore this comes out. Ignore that comment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> by the time everyone hears this, probably be open. So. Yeah. 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 This will be but, two weeks out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check it out. We'll, of course, have all of our links uh, on our websites, on our social media pages you'll find all of her stuff anything else jacob any uh uh secrets compliments apologies not that i have off the top of my head i'm sure i have lots of things to say but nothing right now nothing structured all right oh maybe i do have something Ooh. i'm excited that i I ordered all my parts for my computer yesterday Mm -hmm. so i that's coming that's that's exciting news for me yeah speed up things yeah Everything except the graphics card because I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Double the price. Well, I spent it on Halloween decorations. <laughs> uh, without further ado, then, let's play some fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Cheers, Kyle. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> the first shot i've done from that bottle it's okay cypress what happened last time what happened last time was i was just getting done with the bank heist mm-hmm. went to see zegrath montaigne on my way out i see nadia but not nadia her uncle disguised as her mm-hmm. he wants me to go help find her and so we go do that but <laughs> our wires got a little crossed he wanted me he wanted to kill her mm-hmm. i was like that's your niece bro you can't just <laughs> kill her so we talk her out of it. Uh, I it got a little nervous. I got a little nervous because I thought she was going to kill me because yeah. he was talking all this shit about me in front of her while I was hidden. Yeah. Yeah, he was. And then I was like, wait, let's not do this. <laughs> Nadia is only like nine years old. We're not killing a nine-year-old. And so- That would have been rough. Yeah. Talked our way out of that. Now we're all camping at night. I'm assuming when I wake up, they're going to be gone. You guess correctly as you <laughs> awake in the morning to the fresh stew kind of- over your body, the fire now just kind of smoldering behind you, and you find yourself alone in the forest of Hagendash Island once again. It's a lonely life mm-hmm. as Cypress. <laughs> All your friends leave after a few hours of travel. You still have your metal case, though. The sealed case. My metal case. Sealed case. With oh, the staff. The staff inside of it. Yes, I thought sir. you were talking about the gold. I was like, I put nope. that in my pockets. No. All of that's there. Yep. Your massive uh, lumps that you have now. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You Not... stuffed the coins into your... Uh... And a potato sack, and then I shoved it in my butt. Yep. So it looks like you got a big old ass. Yeah, I got cake. <laughs> yeah. You got cake. So... I'm sure that was comfortable to sleep on. <laughs> anyway, I got to go back to Zegrath Montaigne's manor. You do. And you're not too far away. Sweet Jesus. Thanks. Well, 
first thing I got to do is I got to open up the gates to the little bandit camp that I'm in and get my way out. All right. Easily enough, you do that. Yeah, it's pretty quiet morning. Nothing seems to be going on. You can just kind of hear birds are chirping and some cracks in bushes every now and then, but they don't sound like anyone watching you. So you've got a nice little, it's like a two hour walk in front of you. Is there anything you're focusing on or doing? No, I'm just going to be hyper vigilant because I got some cash on me. So okay. I don't want to get robbed. Sounds good. <laughs> For your first hour, please roll an investigation check while you make your way out of the forest and onto the trail. Okay, let's uh, roll this new dice. Not bad. I'll take a 16. Okay. As you begin making your way through, you hear a few cracks in the bushes behind you about 10 minutes into your little walk here as you get closer to the edge line. And uh, as you peer around, it just seems to be some bunnies hopping through a little bush heading your way. Sweet. I'll eh, let them be. All right. Uh, They be. (laughs) They be hopping. They be hopping like bunnies do. (laughs) Uh, So you've got another hour ahead of you as you make your way now onto the main trail. Um, This is where you know a lot more people are generally. And yeah. You begin making your way. Are you, what are you doing? Just making my way to the manor. I got to take the staff to his daughter. All right. Uh, what are you going to do for your next hour of travel? Just kind of keep an eye out once again or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and give me another investigation check, please. 18. As you head down the trail another five to 10 minutes, a group of men pass you by. They seem to kind of give you a side eye and you've, their, their armor that they kind of have on resembles some of Throg's men but they seem to be kind of on a little path. They're definitely not stopping by and looking at you. A few of them kind of eyeball you for a bit long as they're passing by, and uh, one of them seems to stop for a second as he's kind of staring you down. They're about 20 feet on the other side of the trail from you at this point, but he's slowly walking, but he definitely seems to be taking a bit more of a break. Okay, I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep on walking. I'll I'll keep an eye, or I'll be making sure no one's coming up behind me. Okay. You kind of peer around and... As you get about five minutes down the trail farther, you look behind and that group of men seem to pass by you and head on off. But you do notice a different type of man in a cloak who seems to be kind of off the trail and in the trees who seems to have been following you for a tiny bit now. Hey, are you following me? Yes. <laughs> yes? What uh, What for? I've been waiting for you. Waiting I, for me? My mother told me to expect you here at the gates and here you are can i get a better look at the person talking to me yeah are you gonna approach yeah all right yeah i mean are you gonna allow him or yeah yeah okay uh as you approach you notice that the large cloaked figure uh appears to be somewhat similar to some of the other war forges that you've seen those ones connected by kind of wood and strange, like, little ligaments kind of connecting the wood and metal before. This one is just purely metal, mm-hmm. and it seems to have blue glowing eyes. Okay. I want to, uh, I'm trying to look through my notes real quick, Kyle, because I need her name. <laughs> it starts with a Z. It's been so long. Zoe. Zoe. Yeah, it's been a year You're ago. close with the E, guess, but oh, you yeah, had the Zoe. last part of the name. <laughs> That's a year ago. How am I supposed to remember? Um, I'm assuming, is Zoe your mother? Yes, Zoe is my mother. And as you can see, she made a way better version, and I I do not smell as well. Smell as well? Well, my brothers and sisters were quite pungent, so I feel like you would enjoy my company more, as I am not made of rotting flesh. Right. Well, and I I trust between me and you. I'm sure you'll tell Zoe later, but (laughs) I do trust Zoe more than I do trust Zegroth Montaigne. As you should. A little more honest. 
Yeah. She was a little more honest with me the last conversation we had. And so I feel like giving her this staff was making me feel a lot more comfortable giving it to her than Zegrath Montaigne, her father. So why are you here? I'm here to give her this, and I hold up the case. It's a massive, kind of looks like a gun case almost, but made of like a nice, shiny, reflective steel. And it's fairly large. May I see it? Do you have a name? Ooh. Uh, um, no. Can I do an intimidation check? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nine. Uh, she definitely makes her presence more well-known to you, Cypress, as she kind of like boldens up her shoulders, and it definitely... It's a bit more aggressive uh, into the conversation than you were previously. Look, look, I <laughs> would show you this, but to be honest with you, I have no idea how to open it. There is no gaps or seals in this case. It's as soon as it closed, every option that I could think of was out the window. Have you tried smashing it? Well, I don't want to go and give this to Zoe, your mother, and be like, and she's like, what fucking happened to it? And I was like, oh, I was trying to get into the, the case. I'd, I, it would look bad on my part trying to make this pristine you wouldn't want a brand new car or that's not future time brand new you, horse he wouldn't want a brand new horse all smashed up <laughs> right i could see where she would be upset and distressing yeah i don't think she fully trusts me last time we had a conversation so i really want to be on her good side all right but uh, as you know me i'm cyprus i didn't catch your name my name is beth beth i'll reach out and try to shake your hand can i do it nice to meet you but can I try to oh. like a strong hand, robot handshake? Yeah. <laughs> Roll that strength. Statue 20 of that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how strong are you doing this? <laughs> Dead, You're not yeah. going for breaking bones, right? Just like a nice firm? Um, You know what? I don't really have really control over it. It's just my sheer strength. So, you right. know, I kind of misjudged Roll... it and kind of went too hard. You're good. Roll a con save okay. there, Cypress. Okay. 16. 16? Okay. Uh, she plants her hand firmly as it almost shoots your arm back a little bit, and you can feel the pressure just start to squeeze, and it doesn't seem to stop. As you can feel your hand curling, she finally releases. Didn't seem to break anything, but it definitely uh, tightened up tightened up in your hand there a tad bit. That's my wand-carrying case hand. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts, Beth. You gotta control that a little better. Sorry. Sometimes I thought I you were superior to the other. Well, yes, but and obviously in strength as well. Yeah, I could tell. Well, you seem to know that Beth wants the staff, or not Beth. Zoe needs <laughs> where the staff needs to go. Is she at the manor? Are you here to help? I think take so. She did tell me that I just needed to find someone to help. Wasn't very specific on why or what to do after but you know just to someone's gonna come and get me so or someone's come to the gate and try to get in i need to help well, get you escort you into looks like you're in luck because i'm the guy and i usually awesome. get that kind of vague information all the time <laughs> <laughs> so i think we're ready to just do this blindly as we can <laughs> all right let's do it let's smash some things all right I'll, so, I'll shake my hand a little bit. I'm not too... <laughs> wave, try and wave it off a yeah. tiny bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys are about 200, 300 feet away from the gate, kind of off in these bushes. You're not quite right at the entrance. Uh, you do notice nice green foliage of all these trees out here dies at the line of the gates. Past that is just dead trees creating a dense forest leading up to the large spooky manor at the top of the hills. 
you can see shadows of Warforged kind of walking in between trees here and there. But from this far out, it's hard to get an actual idea of what you're looking at, where they are, and how many could possibly be there. Beth, do you know anything about Zegroth Montaigne and his Warforge and why him his procedures seem a little bit more dark? Um, from what I've... From what Zoe has told me, my mother, that um, he's kind of a creep and he just does creepy things and loves really into necromancy. And I guess that's his thing. So we just go along with it. But, you know, just got to open the windows. But my friend is inside there and I do need to get them out. Inside? The manor. The manor? Mm-hmm. All right. What, what, uh, who's your friend? Oh, it's Zoe. Yeah. I I accidentally put friend. I was thinking to myself once I wrote that Okay. Part. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, that makes more it sense. It should have been like, free Zoe, not your friend. I was <laughs> yeah, like... That's my bad. Okay. Yeah. Kyle's your friend. That's yeah. how I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save me. <laughs> <sighs> I write about myself a lot. <laughs> All right, so I need your help to get Mother out of there. <laughs> so Zoe's trapped inside the manor. Yes, she said to me to come get some muscle to come get her out. This is crazy. Why would Zegrath Montaigne give me this staff to give to her if he's the one that trapped her? Unless he wasn't the one that trapped her. I don't know. That does not compute to me. <laughs> We're about to get some answers from Zoe. Let's go. All right, so... You know that this large fence encompasses the large property that the manor sits on. So there's the gates that roll all the way to the cliff edges at the farthest northern point of this little peninsula. And they wrap all the way back down to the gate entrance that you're currently at. Uh, the gates stand about 15 feet tall with nice little spikes all over the top of it. Uh, they're graded single bars leading everywhere. And yeah. You guys can approach closer if you'd like to. You can come up with a plan. You can do whatever the hell you want. Is it going to be a hard to get through these gates, Beth? Most likely. I have heard and smelt a lot of my kind in there. Some a um, little more together than others, and I'm not sure how aggressive they can be. You know what? I just realized everything. The Warforged, I already knew this, but they smell because they're the dead bodies. Yeah. I am dense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought You're he was like, taking I'm the souls. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I thought he was just taking the souls. On that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he was taking the souls and putting them in the robots, but he's just taking the dead bodies and putting armor on them, essentially. Pretty much. My God. Okay. Well, let's go save Zoe and get fucking Zegrath out. This whole fucking plan. Um, so I'm assuming that Zegrath Montaigne's got this whole thing locked down for whatever reason. I don't know why he would even tell me to come here if he's got it on lockdown. I'm a little thrown off on this whole mission. I don't understand what Zegrath Montaigne's whole plan is. Why would he give me this to give to Zoe? I, I kind of want to talk to one of the Warforged, but that seems like a bad idea if they're not letting us in. Well, I here's the thing. Zegrath discovered me and my mom and was not thrilled and so they basically chased us out but somehow she got back in there right mm -hmm. yeah so but he recaptured her and i need to go help okay i think if zegrath has already sent me here to go talk to zoe 
I think the best plan is to turn you invisible. I walk in, tell the Warforged that I've been sent by Zgrath Montaigne, and we could walk in. Hopefully, they won't be able to detect or sense your presence. Have they been able to do that in the past? No, I mean, I just walk around all day. They can't really detect me, I don't think, so that's a great idea. All right, I think that that's the best plan. That A little too good of an idea. Hey, thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. So I'll, I'll... Place a hand on Beth. Okay. Turn her invisible. And that's one hour? That is one hour. All right. Uh, how long is the travel to the manor from the skate? It's a five-minute walk up the hill. If okay. you follow the trail, it leads right up to it. Okay. It's just a dense forest throughout it of dead trees. Yeah. Sounds good. That's the plan. All right. So you're heading to the main gate? Yep. All righty. You touch Beth as... Beth, you can feel yourself go invisible for the first time. Uh, you've got a bit of time to go with that. Cypress, you begin making your way towards the front gate. As you approach, you can see one Warforge standing behind the two gates itself, and it just seems to be staring off and into the distance. You're about 30 feet away at this point. What would you like to do? I'll just reach up my hand and start waving until it looks down at me. All right. Uh, after you wave for a moment, you see its head quickly kind of turn towards you as it just begins staring at you. I'm assuming you know who I am. Uh, it kind of looks at you farther as it raises up a hand and begins waving it towards you like to come in yeah okay i'll walk in i'll walk towards the gate okay as you approach the gate it stays behind it with the gates still shut in front of it uh and it stares you down for a moment as finally you see its mouth begin to like crack open for a second and then it closes once again as it reopens and it says uh cypress is this you yeah it's me and you have come with zgress gifts i hold up the case shake it a little bit Perfect. <laughs> As it kind of turns around, uh, you see a large green flash kind of coming from its eyes. Like, you can't quite see it, but you definitely see this green light flashing out and into the area. And after a few moments, you see three more Warforged kind of come out of the trees as they begin approaching towards it as well, towards the front gate. Uh, you see two of them go for the handles as they begin opening it up, and two more stand in the center of it. Uh, and they begin marching in step with each other towards you they're about 15 feet out now at this point so they they took the case from me no they're heading towards you oh okay yeah i'm just wait i mean i have no uh one of them kind of walks up as he holds out his hand for the case i've been tasked by zgrass montaigne to hand this to zoe i know that you work for him but i was given a task by him and i plan to complete it uh roll a persuasion check please and i shouldn't have that's a nat one (laughs) Alrighty. uh as you say that, uh, one of them reaches out as it begins to grab onto your shoulder. Please roll a strength saving check for me. I'm holding on to this tight. Uh, all right. Eight. The one to your left kind of releases its hand away from the chest or the little briefcase that you're carrying as it goes from that up to your elbow and it grabs on tightly and you can feel the pressure just begin to kind of sink into you as the other one grabs onto your other arm now and they both kind of hold you tightly you can't seem to have any mobility in your arms now but you are still holding onto the case but they begin kind of pulling you towards the gate if you allow me to hold on to the case i'm fine with this you can lead me to where i uh, zoe is but i will not let go of this case because it was my task by your master to give this to zoe uh the one on the right of you just kind of looks over as it nods its head for a minute and it just still holds tightly onto you as it begins walking you into the gateway. Okay. Uh, Ari, are you, where are you kind of hanging, or not Ari, sorry, Beth, where are you hanging out at? 
Um, I'm like directly behind him, just like <laughs> just chilling, trying not to make a noise and like hoping okay. no one could see me. But I'm just like So you're gonna follow along. as they kind of walk him into the gate? Yeah. Okay, please roll a stealth check for me with advantage. Oh god. Oh with advantage. Since you're invisible, yeah. No, sixteen with advantage. Okay. You keep a nice pace just right behind them. Uh you're being vigilant about making any noise and you're you're keeping it together as nobody seems to spot you or feel your presence kind of right behind them. As you guys shift your way and make your way into the gate, uh, you follow the main trail for a minute up towards the manor as you feel the two Warforged now begin to turn you, Cypress, and lead you off to the right and deeper into the forest of the dead trees. Uh, are you still complying? Uh, I'll ask, but yes, I'll be complying for now. Um, isn't Zoe in the manor? Uh, it kind of looks its head over at you, the one on the right once again, as it just nods its head. I'm supposed to deliver this staff to Zoe. Uh, it doesn't seem to react to that one. I am here to complete that mission. If you are in my way to stop me from doing that, we're going to have an issue. They're still kind of just pulling you along into the forces. You're kind of talking. You're about 20, 30 feet off the main trail now at this point as they're pulling you deeper into this little forest. The two at the main gate as well have joined them. So there's the two holding you and then two about 10 feet behind you as well. Uh, I remember the tower, the green tower. Is that where they're heading me to? That's attached to the manor itself. Okay. That's on the left side of the manor. It's like that, yeah, the large tower with the green windows glowing up top. At this point, mm-hmm. uh, to the Warforge, I'll yeah. say, to this point, if you're taking me off track, I'm assuming that you're rebelling against your master and I will have to take force. Uh, it kind of looks over at you once again and just nods its head in a yes motion. That it's disobeying. And... It begins to take you towards a shack. Uh, It's a strange shack. It's just kind of out here on the property. There's no lights set up around it or anything, but you do see a orange glow coming from the inside. And you're about 20 feet away from that now and about 80 feet off of their original path. You guys have been walking for a little bit here now. I am curious on where they're taking me. I think I'll I'll let it go on for a little longer. Okay. Uh, So... As you continue on, you guys approach the outside of this little shack. Uh, As you get about 10 feet from it, another Warforged opens up. From the inside, the door opens as it another Warforged is there, and it's a small shack. On the inside, uh, you get to the doorways. They're still holding tightly onto you. Uh, You can feel their grip kind of tighten on the side of your arms as the one on the left side where you're holding the case begins just squeezing harder and harder and harder. Uh, please roll a strength saving throw for me. I think it's time to get out of here. A two. A two? A two. Uh, he begins to squeeze just right in the center of your elbow and your forearm as it's just hitting some of the ligaments. You can feel that diving deeper and deeper into your arm as you have to just release finally. As the case drops to the ground, one of the Warforged that was behind you walks over and begins to pick it up as the other two just kind of hold onto you tightly. As you now get into the doorway, you can notice that there's a large chair kind of set up in the center of this dirty shed. Uh, and the chair itself has shackles on it. And it doesn't look like a nice lounge. All right. Well, I've seen enough. <laughs> um, at this point, I'm going to go ahead and try and grab the case. Okay. From the other Warforged that was going yeah. to pick it up? Yeah. Okay. Please roll a strength check for me. 18. 18. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so... As the other one reaches down to go for it, you quickly, since you were kind of right there next to him, you grab it up faster as it kind of looks confused for a moment. It grabs onto the floating case as you rip it out of its hands. 
whatever she touches goes invisible, right? Yep. All right. And as you finally gain full control of it, boom, it disappears into nothingness, nothingness with you as well. Uh, the one who was going for it quickly goes for his hilt as he grabs and pulls out a large sword and it begins spinning and looking around. The two that were holding on to you, Cyprus, after seeing this kind of happen, just begin dragging you towards the chair. Please roll a strength saving throw. Yep. Can I try wrestling him out of their arms? Uh, Yeah, you can give it a shot. You can roll a strength check at... I'll give you disadvantage, since you've now got this large case in your hand as well. So, it's going to be a bit tougher. <laughs> and what about you, Cypress? 16. 16? Okay. Uh, you're digging your feet into the dirt, and as you do, you're holding off for a minute as your feet finally hit the wood flooring of this little shed, and you begin kind of sliding across the floor as they're dragging you tighter and tighter. And what did you get there, Beth? 17. And you were trying to, what, attack the two men behind him? So I want to try to grab him, and then as, like, uh, my bonus action, try to, like, stab the other one with <laughs> okay. my other hand. All no, right. wait, never mind. Uh... Yeah. Wait, I don't have an extra hand. You have, you wouldn't be able to grab him. Or, uh, yeah. Since you have one hand on the case. One on the case, and then I'll try to, like, drop kick the one of them. How about that? We'll okay. That. Go with that. All right. Uh, and sorry, that was a 17 or 18 yeah. you rolled? Okay, mm -hmm. please roll a d6 for me. Three. Can I please get initiative out of the both of you? Yeah. Six. Jesus Christ. A two. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Seven. <laughs> As you run up behind them, Beth, you jump up and throw a kick into there. As you boot the the mech on Cypress's right in the back, it seems to release its grip from you, Cypress, as you now just have one holding on to you. And uh, that one gets tossed a little bit, and it definitely becomes aware of what's going on around you guys. Uh, so that's where we're going to go ahead and begin combat. With the one who is kind of back behind you almost, Beth... Because there were the two following the two of you, the two holding on to Cypress, and then now the one that opened up the door into the small little 10 by 10 shed. Uh, so you guys are in a tight little space in here now. But the one from out back kind of posters itself up at the doorway and has a hand on its blade and drawn, and it seems to be waiting, basically, for somebody to try and exit. So it's holding its turn there. Uh, up next, we have the one as well out back the other one as it's kind of posted itself up next to him and they both be seem seem to be in like a ready position for if you try and run out of the doorway there cypress up next we have beth okay you are up all right so the other so one i'm in the shed you're in the shed and she as well is in the shed you guys are kind of in this little phone booth situation here and you someone's at the door packed in tightly there's two people now about five feet outside of the door and they both have hands on their swords kind of uh, ready okay. to go and then there's three inside one of them holding cypress currently and then two of them at the far end of the room and beth you're in there tucked right next to cypress on his right Fuck. this is the one map that i didn't make i have an entire map for the mansion <laughs> don't have a map for the shed <laughs> so sorry all right um okay i'm gonna go ahead I'm going to set down the case because, like, are we like kind of like back up against a wall, kind of almost? Like, how far are we? Yeah, like, you and Cypress are. Uh, yeah, you're basically back. Backs are to the doorway and to walls. You're right. You're right up against it almost. So okay, you've got about five feet behind you. If you back up, you'd bump into it then. Okay, so I'm going to try and place the case behind me on the wall, not the wall by the doorway, but like the wall so, like, kind of next to me. Almost. Yeah, like to yeah. the right and okay. um. I'm going to uh, 
double sword it or double uh, do I have axes double hand axe it and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for whoever is closest to me all right uh the man on the right in front of you would pro- that one or the one grappling Cypress he'd also be fairly close but then you have that higher chance of course so okay you know what I'm gonna go for the one grappling and um I'm gonna since I'm so invisible right mm-hmm so you'll have advantage yeah. okay so I'm gonna go ahead and try to Stab him in the neck. So let's go. All right. All right. Please roll twice. So this will be, is, do you want to use this as both of your attacks? I believe it's an attack for each hand, but yeah, you do yeah. get a bonus for using the hand axes since you're dual wielding specialist. Yeah. Okay. All righty. So please roll twice. So roll four times. Right. <laughs> Take the hires. Oh, 25. Okay. 25. All right. That one is a hit. Okay. Most definitely. 19. 19. That's a hit as well. Okay. Okay, so 10 on one of them, 10 on the other one. Okay, damn. All right, so as you, yeah, you set the case down to your right as it becomes visible once again. That definitely seems to catch the eye of the Warforged across the room as it quickly flashes over and it quickly directs its attention directly at that. And it looks back at you, and as quickly as it does, you're swinging on the man that's holding on to Cyprus. Uh, He's going to roll a concentration, he fails. So. You swing in with one large cut as that seems to just dash through his back. And then the second one swings up as it cuts just right underneath its arm that's holding on to Cypress as it releases its grasp. And you see these just large black ooze kind of pouring out of its back and out of its arm now as it seems almost a bit sluggish. You definitely laid out some heavy damage there. So you have your bonus action and your movement if you'd like. Okay, bonus action. Um, I'm going to pick the case back up. Okay, so as you quickly jump back and grab the case, it disappears once again into the air as you find yourself just on the other side of the room once again. Up next, we have you, Cypress. I rolled three ones. Did you really? Yeah. Ew! I was like, how is that possible? I know. It's insane. Yeah. All right. Well, Not hot dice. (laughs) I'm free now. Uh, You are. Yeah, you're freed up. I'm not going to be able to easily get out the door. I know that... Beth is inside the room with me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to messy step my ass outside that booth, the cabin. Oh, okay. So you're going back out? Yeah. Popping out? Okay. I don't like close combat. I am a sorcerer. So those two men outside the door were five feet out of the entrance. You were five feet within the room, so 10 feet. And so you have plenty of room. Where would you like to appear behind them? How far out? Uh, 20 feet out. Away from them? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I, I could do another 20 or another 20. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do 20 feet out and then I'll run for another 10. <laughs> so you're just running away? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give <laughs> Beth a chance. I'm going to give Beth. <laughs> so you're fleeing. No. I'm giving a, I'm giving Beth a chance to get the fuck out of there. Okay. Uh, you misty step as you begin running into the, the dark trees. It's still early morning, so it's kind of hard to describe a spooky setting. But there's these dead, dark trees and the light shining through. But you misty step and begin running into the trees as you kind of check behind you looking for something. And once I get another 10 feet run, I'm going to turn around. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So you're not just fleeing. I'm not fleeing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was just, because I know Beth is in there because she dropped the case. You're getting in range of fireball. Maybe not. (laughs) But I just, I didn't want to be that close. Okay. Well, you misty step out as you run another 10 feet. You kind of catch yourself turning around as you... You see the Warforge now kind of confused for a second. I'm over here, bitches. You're yelling out? Okay. Yeah. Uh, they definitely turn around. Uh, 
And as they do, up next is the man within the shed. He, the one who you struck before there, Beth, uh, he's going to begin swinging wildly into the air as he misses completely. He's just kind of swinging where Cypress was. He doesn't know if he disappeared or if you disappeared, and he's definitely kind of lost as you see this Warforge just swinging a blade wildly. Uh, up next is the other one who you kicked in the back, who was up against the wall, and he knows where your case was, and he saw it reappear and then disappear again, and it seems to be kind of clicking a little bit, and it's also just going to begin swinging wildly. Is it one? <gasps> guys are catching me on a real bad night tonight. <laughs> Usually I'm a lot better than this. Yeah. How's it feel to be me, Kyle? <laughs> Not good. I feel like trash. <laughs> yeah, you get used to it after a while. <laughs> As it's swinging wildly into there, it seems to kind of catch its blade into some of the wood on the side of the building and as it rips it back out the sword swings and catches itself in the shoulder blade as it pulls it out it takes a couple points of damage as it seems to have hurt itself with its own blade uh up next we have the other man now who was at the front of the room who had been by the chair and opened up the room uh and he is just swinging wildly as well they all seem a bit confused about what's been going on they don't know what's happening whether or not you went invisible or not and this one as well is just kind of flailing a sword around. They all seem a bit confused, and as that one kind of stops, they all stop in motion and place their hands, like, tightly to their right side and put the blades in front of them in, like, a defensive position. And they all seem a bit confused as they're just kind of, like, evaluating the situation at this point. It looks hilarious to me. Yeah, from the inside, you're just seeing these things fucking up and fucking around (laughs) all over the place. <laughs> yeah, trying not to laugh, you know. Yeah. Right. That mocking robotic laugh like <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's it, this is a lot of enemies to roll through, especially since it was highest highest and then all the lowest. So sorry about this, but the two men outside Cyprus. Yep. They take notice to you cuz you yelled at them. Oh yeah. And uh they begin running towards you as they're about 30 feet away from you mm-hmm. or 25. So they begin running towards you. I'm 30 feet away from them. You teleported 20 feet out of the building. And then ran another 10. Yeah, so 25. Because they were 5 feet out of the building. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Just off a little. But either way, they run up towards you. And they both begin swinging as they have clear sight on you. One of them catches. Hey. Yes, sir. I should have ran another 10. What am I doing? Yeah, I had the option. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Math wasn't processing correctly. All right. So, as one quickly swings his large sword down at the ground, you jump to the side of it, but as quickly as you jump to the side, you can feel the sharp blade cut through your calf from the other one. He's, he was swinging up towards your head. He just managed to catch you in the side as it cuts through a bit of your calf and up and into your thigh, and you take eight points of damage so you can feel the dr- blood begin to drip down your legs. So, those two are now planted directly five feet in front of you, the each of them, as they are up in your grill. Okay. Up next, we have you, Beth, as you find yourself with three of the Warforged inside of that shed with you. Okay, so you said that they're lined up. Is there, like, any gaps? So there's one to your left, and then two at the back end of the shed. And then on the outside, there were the two, but now they're back deeper into the forest with Cypress. Okay, so I'm going to try and go around them Mm -hmm. and just head out the door and just book it as far as I can. I think it's 30 feet. Well, it'll be 20 feet because it's like the back of the cabin's like, what, 10? Yeah, well, you were in like, yeah, the corner of it. So, so you have feet away from me. five feet to get outside. Yeah, she'll end up being, you'll be just shy of Cypress and within five feet of both of the Warforged. 
okay, I'm just going to kind of just take a second to breathe and just okay. kind of try to sneak up on or keep quiet so I can sneak up on the other two. Go ahead and roll a stealth check out advantage for me. 23. All right. Yeah, easily enough, you can slide into position behind them. As you see the two of them kind of facing off with Cypress, you find yourself just five feet behind them. Anything else you would like so, to do? Okay. Uh, nope, that's pretty much it. Okay. Just waiting. Cypress, you're up next. You don't know where Beth is. I don't. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I know. I'm going to take a step back just five feet. Mm-hmm. And then just because just they're super close to me. Yeah, justify it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll... Uh, Thunder step back and up to where the cabin was on top of it. Uh, sevens. Both sevens. Both sevens. All right. Thunder step. 22. 22? 22. As you erupt into a burst of thunderous booms, you appear back on top of the cabin behind you guys. Uh, the two warforged that were standing there begin to just crinkle as the metal just... You can see sparks dancing in between their sheets of metal and wood as some of the char begins to blow off from their backs from some of their wooden spines. As it just smolders in the air, they look a bit confused as they seem to slowly be turning around, pointed towards you, Beth, but they don't know that you're there. But you do see them kind of slowly turning as you can just see the smoke kind of rolling off from their backs now. And they seem a bit more lethargic than before. Um, definitely fucked them up a tad bit there. Anything else you'd like to do, Cypress? Uh, can I lay on the shed to head, to stay hidden from them? Yeah, I'll give you disadvantage. Okay. Uh, stealth? Yeah. Ten. Okay. Uh, you drop onto the ceiling, or drop onto the roof, uh, and you think you're safe. Okay. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Up next we have all of these guys inside, and they begin running out of the shed at this point now. Uh, you see the three of them sprint into the area as they all begin kind of looking around. That's another one for the jail. And stay. I like Down this. Stay. I like what it's the re <laughs> roll reversal. Yeah, what's really nice, though, is one of them got a nat 20. Oh. So <laughs> as it notices <laughs> that kind of crash that landed on a ceiling, the back one who was standing, who opened up the door and led you to the chair, essentially, uh, that one as it follows behind the two that ran outside, those two are staring at the other two Warforged with a bit of confusion. That one quickly runs outside, turns, and points up to the ceiling. Uh, and as that one does, you see it now turn as it begins trying to climb up the side of the walls. It's just digging its hands into the wood and just pulling itself up this rotten cabin. As it's now making its way up to the top of the roof, you can see its head perch over the side as it stares at you, Cypress, directly in the face. And that's where it's going to end its turn. We now have the other two, who you originally just thunderstepped on. Those two who are in the far back staring at their friends, as they begin now also running back towards the shed with their swords drawn, and they begin trying to climb it. They're making their way up as one of them gets to the top of it, and it swings towards you. The other one is still climbing, so you have two climbing and one on top of the roof mm -hmm. now. That one's going to swing at you. As it swings, its sword just goes straight through the roof of the rotten wood and it cuts away, just pulling away almost the size of a plank as it just shatters wood beneath you. And it's directly to your right side as it just missed you. That's going to be their turns. Up next we have you, Beth, as there are two Warforged behind you and then three of them on the roof. Two of them climbing and one on top. Okay, so I'm going to try to use my crossbow to try to get the one that's attacking Cypress. 16. Uh, that's a hit. Yee. 7. 
Beth, quickly, as you turn around, you draw out your one-handed crossbow. You fire off a shot onto the man of the roof. Uh, Cypress, you can see this one who is just swinging at you as it takes a shot to its back. You can definitely see its shoulder kind of shrug forward for a moment as it takes its left hand and, like, bends it the wrong way around its back, you know? Like, it kind of, like, yeah. almost looks like it would crack a bone and it snaps the arrow off of its back. As you can see, some of this black ooze, like, slowly coagulate as it drips down the side of its body. You have a bonus action, another attack, or movement. All right, sorry. I don't know if you got that, but I'm going to try to shoot again. Crossbow. 21. That's a hit. Nine. So as you fire off another shot into the back of this beast, this one strikes farther into it, Cypress. As you can see, its chest kind of lunge forward and just shake for a second as it seems to go back into position now. It seems to be battle ready, but that was a it was a nice strong shot on that fucker. <laughs> nice. So you have movement or a bonus action if you'd like to, or you can stay where you are. Um, I'm gonna stay where I am. All right, sounds good, Cypress. You're up next as you're prone currently, and this Warforged is towering over you. Right. Well, I'm gonna stand up. Okay. Because that's a terrible idea to be where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna throw a firebolt at the guy in front of me. All right. Once I stand up. Cool. So after movement, you stand back up and you now can fire. 19. That's a hit. 19. 19 damage? Yeah. All righty then. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That wasn't a hit? <laughs> <laughs> that is almost as high as you can roll. I rolled a 10 and a 9. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> he explodes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you quickly like throw your hands to the roof, you stand back up and fire off a shot from your wrist as it throws out this firebolt. It collides into the beast's chest as he flies backwards off the roof. In front of your feet there, Beth, you can see this large warforge come crashing into the ground as it buries itself about two inches deep into the mud. Just a smoldering flame kind of burning within the center of its chest, and you can hear the crackle and the smell of this dead body just rotting from within of it. And so, I'm going to say something. What else? Yes. Look, to the warforged that are climbing, mm -hmm. look, my mission is to just deliver the staff to Zoe. If that is a problem to you guys, then we, we've got a big issue. But it has nothing to do with Zegroth Montaigne or any of this chaos that he may have going on. You guys just step down. I'm sure you know Zoe well enough. If it, she's seems to be more in your favor than Zgrath. Uh, roll a persuasion check at disadvantage, and I have my reasons for that disadvantage. Yeah, well. I understand. I, it was a risk even saying it. Mm -hmm. Disadvantage. I rolled a natural twenty on that one. Uh, it would have been <laughs> so. It's gonna be a sixteen. Okay. Uh, the two that were kind of perched and making their way up, you do see them stop to listen, but they are still trying to kind of claw their way onto the top of that roof there as you see like them stop while you're talking and they seem to listen and then they begin trying to continue on okay so they took notice of what you said but didn't seem to work right uh cypress after your attack it is now back to the warforged the two that were climbing the roof and acknowledged you are continuing to climb as okay. they make their way up and onto the top of the deck now at this point they're going to begin swinging at you holy fuck another natty one another couple as the first one begins to run at you quickly, they both do charge at the same time. And as they both go to swing, they kind of hit each other. The one to your right, who you had damaged quite a bit for, at least Beth had, uh, he gets hit in the back of the head by the hilt of the other one. And as it kind of goes to throw out its arm, it swings wildly. As it finds its 
equipment off place and it tumbles off the side of the roof. Uh, Beth, from where you're standing, you can see this large Warforged tumble as it lands directly on its head and you just hear a large snap Oof. of the neck as it just, its body follows as the head hits the ground, the body drops limp, dead and into the dirt. The other one, as it hit the hit its hilt against the back of his head, he s- continues to swing through as the blade is now like off curved and it catches himself right along his shoulder and across his chest with his blade. As he follows through, he fucks himself up real good as well as you just see this large gash now in its chest and it seems to be kind of stammering trying to hold itself together. That's two nat ones for you. <laughs> My offer sounded really good now, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's the best case scenario right now. <laughs> <laughs> so they're killing themselves. Uh, <laughs> it works for me. I like it. Two of them dropped dead. The two on the outside, though, it is now their turn. Just past you, Beth. I believe you're on the inside of them in between you and the yeah. shed. They begin running past you and directly into the shed. You can see one of them throw the chair that was in the center of the room to the side as the other one begins kind of yanking at some of the floorboards. That's where their turns end. Beth, you're now up. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try to finish off the one on the roof still, right? That's like uh, there is, or no, or is one more off? on the roof. Yeah. Okay. No, there is one more up there. Yeah. The one who okay. cut himself. But Right. Okay. So I'm going to try and hit it with the crossbow. Okay. 14. There's the one. Why you got to give me the one curse now? All right. Five five okay yeah so as you fire off another shot towards the roof this one cypress you can see a bolt just now stick directly through its throat as this black coagulated blood begins to kind of drip and tighten itself around that arrow that just shot through its neck and it seems to stiffen a bit more beth you have another attack if you'd like bonus action or movement um i'm gonna go ahead and move to the because are they already inside of the shed, they the ran, ran directly up. inside. Yeah, they just sprinted inside as you saw one of them throw the chair out of the center of the room, and the other one now is just placing its hand into the rotten wood on the floor and just tearing away at it. And so you just see okay. kind of scraps of wood being tossed around the room. Um, do, Which way does the door open? Like, if I... It opens out. It opens out. Okay, so if I... Yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'm going to... What do I have in my bag? I'm going to go ahead and grab... Do I have rope? Pretty sure. Uh, you should have an explorer's pack, I believe. Yeah, so okay, yeah. So I'm going to choose feet. the rope. Wait, is there like a handle or anything on there? Uh, there is a handle on the door, yeah. It's okay. just a I'm... circular, regular a circular ass handle. handle. <laughs> just a um, like... handle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a nice brass one on the shitty shed. Yeah. Um... It's actually amazing. Yeah, you should see this work. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, pressed there, iron it's beautiful <laughs> are there any like big logs around there's the dead trees lying all over so there's plenty of twigs and kind of larger Ooh, branches like on the ground but like, you might be able to find like a plank from yeah okay. there's definitely wood try... scraps like that okay i'm gonna try to find a scrap to try to um what's the word try to like shove into the doorknob you know so like can't get out shim it shim it yeah okay so you're gonna close the door and then try and like yeah close shove the door a shim and in like, there and <laughs> yeah okay please roll a strength check for me Ooh. and a dexterity check okay we're doing both strength twenty one <laughs> yeah. okay dexterity nineteen okay I'm doing all the work in this everyone yeah, yeah. you're welcome <laughs> that's how it usually goes 
<laughs> so <laughs> as the two of them are in there throwing the chair to the side and now digging up some of the floor, you quickly run up and slam the door shut. And you can pick up some of the pieces of wood as you begin shoving them just into the doorway itself and just hammering them in with your fist as it's just plowing in deeper and deeper. You give the door a tug and it doesn't seem to even want to move it a quarter of an inch at this point. You have you've sealed that door damn near shut without some sort of an attack. Awesome. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Anything else you would like to do? Um, I'm just start booking it back to where we came from. Okay. So I'm like, let's go. <laughs> oh, you yelled it out? Yeah. All right. Since fireball worked so la- so well <laughs> last time, I'm gonna do that again. All right. Or firebolts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fifteen with my bin luck. Fifteen? All right, that's a hit. Nine. Any specific way you'd like to do this one dirty? Nope. I'm just she told me let's go. I'm throwing the firebolt at the guy engulfs in flames. I'm gonna see how tall is the shed? Ten feet high. Oh, uh, I'm just going to engulf him and wait <laughs> because I'm not going to jump off 10 feet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sorcerers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so as you kind of see him staring you down, you throw out another blast from your hand as it explodes into his chest. You can see that kind of the metal that encompasses his breastplates and some of his shoulder pads begins to heat up with that bright orange glow. But the inside of him just smolders deeper and deeper and just that rotten flesh burning just kind of hits your nostrils as black smoke begins to bellow out from his chest as he drops to the ground. And on this old rotten wood, you can now begin to see the roof begins to burn as well. Okay. So that's going to be your turn. Yep. All right. So now to the Warforged from the inside of the shed, you can hear the tearing of wood just breaking and snapping and it's just continuous for a couple of seconds before it finally stops and it goes silence. Just nothing in the air between the two of you and no noise as it's finally stopped from the inside of the building. Beth, you are up. I am not going to investigate that. Um, I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and keep running towards the path where we came from. Okay. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> 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 All right, and then I, so... I have the case still, right? You do have the case in your hands, yes. I'm like, oh, fuck the case! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you're just going to continue running then, off and in deeper yeah. into the forest? I'm waiting okay. for Cypress to catch up. Okay, uh, Cypress, it's now your turn. Is uh, the roof, how it's built, can I look through the slats at all? Uh, it's kind of with the fire that's burning beneath you as well, that's kind of creating kind of some broken pieces of wood here and there. And the body itself had kind of snapped away a few pieces, and it's just rotten. So yes, you can see within it. Please roll an investigation check to take a look. Which one do I want to do? We'll do no unlocks. Ooh, exquisite dice. Yeah. You fucked me! <laughs> um, six. Six? All right. You can't see much. It is torched and lit within there. Uh, you see the chair tossed to one side of the room. You see this massive hole in the center of the floor. They're escaping, is what I'm thinking. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to miss step down. Into the room? Or out of, like, to the outside of the house or into the inside? Inside the room. Inside of the cabin? Yep. Okay. Boom. You misty step quickly as you reappear within the building. You see a large five-foot hole in the center right underneath where the chair was, and it seems to lead to a kind of stone, dirt-carved stairway that seems to be leading down and turning to the left. Jesus Christ. Uh, I'll yell out if Beth can hear me or not. They're escaping! 
All right. Uh, Beth, off in the distance, you hear this. Fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm coming. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to try to book it back over You're there. turning back around and running? <laughs> All right. As you quickly for the day. do a 180, you catch your feet in the ground and take off back towards the shed. Uh, you kind of wait a couple of minutes there, Cypress, as you begin to hear her run up on the outside. Not even a couple of minutes, 30 seconds yeah. as she begins to run up to the outside of the shed. Uh, yeah. Like T2 Terminator style? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so the door is sealed shut. Okay. Um, you did a nice job sealing it. So I know. Too good of a job. <sighs> um, so it's like kind of like rotten wood, like just the roof mm-hmm. or kind of just like in general? Uh, all of it. Yeah. It's not, it's um, been here for a long time. Okay. I'm just going to try to just like go to like around the back and try to just like kick it uh kick in the wood i guess uh, and like the back wall in. yeah yeah okay uh roll a strength check for me please 14 14 okay uh you begin just kicking at planks on the wall as they begin snapping through you're breaking in pieces cypress you can see just wood splintering and cracking as bits are breaking <laughs> left and right and finally you see her just kind of kicking her way in as a large not a large opening but You've kind of got enough to where if you run at it now, Beth, you know you've probably got a shot. There's still a chance that it's not going to work, but you've splintered enough of the wood to where it seems ready to break, but it's not broken. I'm just going to go for it. All right. Strength check, please. 18. 18? Okay. Uh, As you kind of back up, you get in a nice little stance, and as you sprint up the side of the wall... You break through it like it's motherfucking Hogwarts, <laughs> and you smash through the brick wall. Uh, yeah, and wood blows into the room, Cypress, next to you, as just a large hole is now placed into the side of this wall. Jesus Christ, Beth, you could have gone through the front door. <laughs> she is still invisible. You've got about 20 minutes left. Or no, you've got... Oh, God. <laughs> you've got... Where were we at? You have 40 minutes left. 35, realistically. But, okay. So you are invisible as you just blow through this wall. <laughs> yeah, I assumed that was her because just fucking nothing showed up. <laughs> All right, the where door. are they? They went down here, but why didn't you use the front door? Because it was That's very jammed. scary. I jammed it. <laughs> well, this is the easiest way. All I know is to smash. Okay. So let's go. That's fine. Let's, yeah, we got to get these guys before they signal the alarm or whatever they're doing. And so I'm going to book down the stairs. All right. So as you begin running down the stairs, Cypress, you can hear the metal clunking of uh, Beth following you as well. And as you find yourself weaving down this large spiral staircase, it goes for a lot longer than you would have expected for just some sort of a crawl space or a tunnel. It seems to wrap around and wrap around and wrap around. Jesus. As you finally find yourself encompassed in darkness. And as you go through one final tunnel, it leads down to an entryway where you can see an orange glowing light, an ambient light kind of coming through the doorways. And as you walk through that, you see, it's hard to, it's hard to describe, <laughs> a massive tunnel, massive, like a hundred feet wide. Oh, geez. And who knows how long. But in front of you, you see stacks of five with an aisleway down the center and then five on the other side leading who knows how deep of Warforged. None of their eyes are glowing, but it appears to be an army, and there appears to be more than hundreds of them. 
This goes for a long way down this tunnel. In the center of this aisleway, between the stacks of fives on the left and the right that lead down in rows, you see a woman with her eyes kind of glowing blue as she sits in like a meditative state, almost. And her hands appear to be kind of locked in the center of her lap. And is it Zoe? Uh, it's kind of hard to tell, but it'd be a good guess. Okay. I'm terrified because I don't want any of these Warforged to come to life. Does my connection with Zoe go both ways? She can talk to you. You can't talk to her. Okay. Well, you can communicate in person to her, but not through your mind link. Then. Gotcha. But we think they're not turned on, right? None of these. So all of the Warforged you fought and that you've come across Cyprus have had green eyes. The one time they had it is when they had gold, when you ran across Chris's character, whatever the fuck his name was. Oh, Chris. A long time ago. Oh, Chris, yeah. But the ones you were just fighting all had green. All of these ones are standing in attention with just black nothingness behind their eyes. It's almost like a toy army kind of lined up in perfect little placements all the way down this dark tunnel that leads to blackness behind them. All right. And Zoe's eyelids are just kind of flickering blues as she opens them up. A brighter blue kind of hits her eyes. and I'm going to walk down. All right. I'll just be behind you. Okay. I'm like, go on. It's okay. I'm going to walk closer. <laughs> you first. Yeah. And uh, when I, am I close enough to recognize if, is it? It is her. Is? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to kneel down and say, Zoe. Uh, as you do, you kind of look at her and her eyes begin to stop flickering as she looks up. Uh, you can hear Beth kind of, the metal relaxes as it clunk, 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 and seems to shut down as you see Zoe's eyes open up. Uh, she stares at you for a moment, and that's where we're going to go ahead and call today's session of One-Shot Dungeons. Oof. Okay. So Beth and Zoe are the same. So, thank you so much, Ari, <laughs> <laughs> for playing with us. I know it's a bit confusing if you haven't listened to the pod and then you're like, okay, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> all right. Like, all right, finally some good sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for playing with us so much. You did amazing. That was fantastic. Was that was great plan. role play. Go check out her amazing shop. It Vecna's. is Vecna's Lab. Laboratory. Laboratory. Yeah, laboratory. Laboratory. Uh, is that your Instagram handle as well? Yeah, it should be all the same. And everything's same. linked on my Etsy and vice versa. So. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll also link it to our socials and to our website once Jacob gets to that. <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow he will. <laughs> Gotta check out the fucking dope dice boxes because those are They are fucking fantastic. amazing. The glass work is so fucking cool and it's really dope shit that she's doing over there. Thanks. Listen next week, find out what's happening with the army, figure out what Zgrass up to and what possibly could Zoe be doing. Yeah, she's locked up. She's locked up. Have a kick-ass day. Shut down!